open up another episode of Angel. Hi, I'm Angel. Welcome you to the 50th episode of only 50, only four days to my 53rd birthday. I'm Angel. Glad to be with you on this hot Tuesday afternoon. I know many of you saw that pig story. Maybe you make you cry thinking about, about Charlotte's Web and the pig named Wilbur. Anyway, I'm glad to be back with you for another edition of the podcast. You know, I know you've been watching part, listening to part one and two so far. We're now into the final chapter, episode 50. We made it to 50 episodes. Yes. We debuted it back on the 25th of, of May, and we've been on the air for now. We've been on the air for four and a half months, going on five months. So next month, when it's on the 25th, we'll fall on a Friday, we'll mark five months. Then in October, when it's October 25th, it'll be six months been on the air. I want to thank all you happy listeners who are listening to us to the podcast this afternoon. I know a lot of you are taking your cat nap now. Some of you are having your quiet time right now. Some of you are just taking a break from your nap to listen to my voice and listen to me. I want to welcome all of you who are listening to us on Apple and Spongy and on Google. Welcome. 
And for all the other listeners on the other devices, welcome to the show. Well, last night, as I mentioned to you, last night I had to work on my room here at my home here in Bloomington, Minnesota. And that's how I'm coming to you to this podcast from. I had to put my table, the table was too wide to for me to move it. So I moved my dra- my drawers, my snack drawer, right over there, from over here to over there. And my end table's over there, from over here to over there. And I, I had a lot of time to get this um, revamping. I, I, I didn't want any help to work, rearrange my room this week. So I said, okay, you have done it. You have done yourself a good thing. You get an A-plus rating for your room, an A-plus one percent in your mind. I'm excited for 53 years. You know, if I wasn't here in 53 years and I wasn't 16, get a phone call from Paul Douglas at Carol Levin, or not getting a call from Matt Ledger from Channel 5, I'm still waiting to hear from him. I hope you will call me and say happy birthday, Renee. I hope you have a great 53 years. And I'm saying to myself, today I'm turning 53. I turn 53 in a few hours. So less than 52 hours from now, I will be 53. And I'm looking forward to celebrating my birthday with my, my colleagues here at this house and a few members of my immediate family. Anyhow, anywho, I am so blessed to have a lot of friends, family members that I mentioned about my mom, and I mentioned about Aaron, and I mentioned about lots of people who was on my birthday list. Every year on my birthday, I, I get spoiled. I get cash or I get a gift card, and I use the gift card for what I want. Like if I want to buy myself a 24-pack of Pepsi, I'll drink all 24 cans of Pepsi and not get, not get my sugar go mm-hmm. sky high. Mm-mm-mm. We, we will love the way they love to eat. We're complaining to Nicole about the heat. And Nicole, yeah. I just heard you say it right before we came back. I didn't do it. She's like, this has been a hot summer. I, I remember being pregnant. Yeah, summer heat. And this has been an especially hot summer. Uh, it's not your imagination. And we're in another one of those stretches right now. So starting uh, in just a couple minutes, officially, we're under a heat advisory from 1 to 7 today. And then look at these temperatures tomorrow. Could be even a little warmer. So I wouldn't be surprised if we end up under heat advisory again tomorrow then thursday while we have spotty showers and storms more north in the next couple days the better chance for the twin cities and south is thursday into friday that will start cooling us down yes so 70s over the weekend but that could yes. also bring some strong storms my birthday. and some heavy rains so we'll keep you posted on all of that it's yeah. another slip and slide kitty yes. pool ice cream cone kind of afternoon Sounds delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for spending part of your day with us here at Eyewitness News at noon on 45. We're back on the air this afternoon at 4.30 with more news over on Channel 5. And remember, we're always on breaking news, weather updates, anytime at KSTP.com and our mobile app. Thank you all for joining us today. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. He had a little laugh at the end of the newscast. I thought he did very well. Matt Blanchard. I like that guy's name I see. He has to have a girlfriend who's 253. Well, basically, 53 is the backwards age. Of 35. 
day gone by so fast today. It's three o'clock already? No, it can't be. It can't be three o'clock already. Uh, the Decades. By 1980, Chips was one of the top 20 shows on television, arresting 15 million viewers a week with action, drama, and humor. Leading man Eric Estrada confidently patrolled on a motorcycle as Punch. Yet prior to the series, he had never ridden one before. Years later, the actor actually became a reserve officer in Indiana. And the show's theme song was reworked and released in Japan as I Love You Chips. Joanna, have you seen George? George who? George who? George Newman. No, I would not say that for it. It was Bob Newhart's show became. And I'm waiting for the finale of that show so I could show you that. Anyway, it is now 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 Central, 2 Mountain, 1 Pacific. Thanks for joining us on Spawn V. And I want to thank you for joining us on the, the network broadcast of Angel for this Tuesday afternoon. Right now it's 90 degrees, 85 degrees in Bloomington, 90 in Minneapolis. So if you have a temperature ma matching thing, you don't want it to end up feeling like a little miserable in between the sheets. Well, also I'd like to welcome Spoon, part of my broadcast of my podcasting today. And then we're going to go on you to Angel, part three of only four days to my 53rd birthday. You know, if Bob Newhart was still is it Bob Newhart is still alive today, he would do the remake of the Bob Newhart show and have a long lost daughter who is a psychiatrist herself. I'm saying if he had the revamp of that show, he would have me play his daughter and find out later that Emily died and left the nest. Howard died and Emily died and Carol went to that big big typewriter in the sky and stuff like that, they will probably revamp the show. But chances are, I don't want to talk about revamping. No. Okay, now let's get to the nitty-gritty for this, this afternoon's podcast. I am glad to be here with you. I'm glad to be part of the, of the, of the tradition broadcast of my podcasting. During this time we will play the pig story. I promise you you'll hear that. You'll be hearing about it sometime. Somehow you'll be saying to yourself what is the pig story besides turning three is all about. Well I'm looking forward to my big celebration on Saturday because Every year on my birthday, I have a party. I invite my friends over, and we have a good time and and share some wonderful memories. But let me tell you, turning 53 is like you're turning...
Oh boy, it's one of those days when you have to have a podcast to be in the seat. I'm very excited to turn 53 in four days. Getting balloons and getting a few gifts, getting a few loves and laughs. But you know, turning 53 is like you're turning another century. Yep, I had an early retirement this year. I'm not working at the job site in Prairie anymore. I decided to get out of that job and start my retirement right away. I'm thinking, if I retire right away, I have, I have big money. I'm the richest girl in town. Just like I said earlier about the movie, uh, It's a Wonderful Life of Me, when George Bailey's brother comes back into town and says to the family, I'd like to pose a toast to my big brother George, the richest man in town. And I am the richest lady in town. Yes, I am. So, I am looking forward to my 54th birthday next year. It's going to be on a Sunday. The day you go to church and you say you cause your sins that day. But you don't want to hear about Satan causing you a problem. like a possible commotion about my 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 big day coming up on Saturday. I check in every day on my browser here. I have one of these things at the tablet. I had this for a few years and I use this for my internet services. Well, lots of us do like to celebrate birthdays. The one thing I like to celebrate my 53rd birthday is just to think about the past, the present, and now the future. Maybe in 2025, we won't probably be riding city buses anymore. No, we'll probably be riding air buses, you know, right through the air. And it would be a nice thing to have thinking about the future. in 2025. I found out on the uh, Facebook thing called Oh My G, MG on Facebook that in 2020, in about four years, I will be, I'd be engaged next year, be married the following year, and then have a family. I'm saying, oh, OMG, what is that supposed to mean? Oh my goodness. I 
I found that game online. My friend got me involved with that game beforehand. I hear from my friends from far and near. They always tell me, you know, you're going to be 53. You're not ready to face another chapter in your life. Because you have to figure out what's the next best thing to do. Well, the only thing I remembered when I was working at a real estate office, every year for my birthday they gave me checks. They gave me $15 in cash. I'm going to catch the check, use the cash money for anything, like cigarettes, Pepsi products, you name it. And I'm saying to myself, I'm thinking what I'm going to be doing for my 53rd birthday next year. Because next year, I will still be here. I'll be living in my own place next year. And I'm going to invite my friends over for a couple of belts. I don't know what happened to my, my face, my page browser. got back on. <laughs> Took me a while to get that channel back on my phone, on my tablet here, to figure out what's going on with the Postal Service. Now, you know, I, I trust the Postal Service for years of sending me my gift cards, presents, you name it. And if I get another gift card for my aunt at, my, at Christmas, or I'll get it for Halloween, I will use it to go to a near store and purchase my jelly beans and enjoy them, not sharing with my for my family. So last night I did not watch the national I did not watch the Republican National Convention or the Democratic National Convention last week either. Because I wanted to try to go to that early at 8 o'clock because after a movie, I, I get into bed thinking about tomorrow, thinking about what I'm going to do in 53, what I'm going to do when I'm not here in hell, when I'm not on this earth. I'm thinking down the road, what is going to happen to yours truly? What's going to happen to me in in year 2025, when I'm 57 years old and still still have gray hair in my hair? I will not be having gray hair anytime soon because I want to dye my hair black or brown 
or blonde or red or or having nice hair because you have to think about it's something that you talk about with your families. My parents were lucky to have me. My brother was lucky to have a baby sister. My older sister hated my guts because, you know, she got me to start smoking that leather. She left the lip cigarette in the ashtray and I puffed it and I started smoking. My brother looked at me and said, I can't believe you're smoking already. And I said, shh, don't say anything to my family about this. Don't say anything more about it. Then when my mom came home, when my mom got back from the bar, she was so drunk, she says, all right, what's going on here? And then my sister got in trouble. She got, the, she got herself in the hot water with my mom. She got herself in trouble because she got caught. My mom was not very happy with her. So next thing I know, I knew, next thing I know, my mom was so upset, she was upset with my sister. <clears throat> she told my sister, no more light cigarettes in this house. I'm not letting you do this. And she said, Mom, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I guess Renita was being sneaky, so I have her taste the nicotine at a young age. So, what do you think what my mom did? Slapped her in the face and you don't, you're not allowed to come over here and see your sister and brother over here. Just go away. Go far, far away as you can. And I don't want you to have you see your brother and sister again. She said, I can come over if I want to. No, you're not. You're not coming over to see your daughter. You're not coming over to see your sister and brother ever again. I want you out of my house and get on with your life. And what do you think my mom found out later? She was not ready to say goodbye. So my mom was not very happy with her. Because my mom warned her, do not bring no cigarettes or alcohol to the house. Your sister will end up drinking. She'll end up drinking and then you have to fall for it. So my mom just took her to call the taxi, told her to go back to the group home where she belongs. So she ended up going back. And then on the weekend, she called me on my birthday. She says, can I see you? Is mom there? And I said, no, she's not. You're not allowed to see her ever again. So my, my sister said, I need to see you, sis. I need to see you and Howard. I said, no, you're not allowed to see us. We don't like you. We hate you because you decided you got me in trouble.
So my sister said, I'm real sorry, sis. I didn't want to get you in trouble. So I noticed the next few days was hard. She didn't come to my grandfather's funeral because she didn't care about me. She didn't like the way grandfather was treating me and my brother, going to Dairy Queen and going to the corner store to get candy. Taking a walk downtown and get some candy bars to treat us. So my mom, my mom told Renee, no, you're not coming over here today. I don't want you to, to see your sister. And she said, I want to see my sister back then, and I got pissed off. So I got mad, I got mad at my sister, and I told my mom, I told her mom that um, she called from, from Florida. And she said, I want to fly down there and see my sister and brother. And she, they said, she said, no, I don't want you in my life ever again. Renita is having her, is getting ready to be eight years old today. And I don't want you to go call every time you want to celebrate her birthday. She said, Mom, I want to send her something in the mail to her. So when the next thing I know, she sent me a little baby soft perfume set for my birthday. My mom was so, so shocked, she almost had a heart attack. She said, why did Renee send you this, dear? And I said, well, Mom, Renee is trying to be nice. And my brother says, Renee's not nice. She wants to get herself into trouble. So the next thing I know, the next thing we know, what Mom was not very pleased about her behavior. Because Mom, mother, was very young. It's really tight on those kids. Because when grandfather died, my grandfather died when I was nine years old. I found out he had cancer. He was really sick, so my grandma was alone, and so my, my other members of my, our immediate family had to go to the funeral. So it was during school day, I had to miss the day of school to go attend my grandfather's funeral. and got a chance to say goodbye to my, to my grandpa. And I got a chance to say goodbye because I was sad. And he left his electric guitar to me. He wanted to give it to my sister because she wanted to know how to play it. But my mom said, no. Grandpa gave that to you until you have. So I don't ever know whatever happened to that guitar. Well, when we moved, we left it behind. Somebody else got it now. And it's a never memorable memory that my mom will never forget to say goodbye to her dad. And then, in 1987, right before my mom died, my grandmother was in a nursing home, and she had Alzheimer's disease. And if you don't know what Alzheimer's disease is, Alzheimer's disease is a memory disease that you won't, live, you won't forget your memory. And I kept thinking all along, why did Grandpa have to go? Why did he have to die on my ninth birthday? I was hoping he would come and be with me to celebrate my ninth birthday. And my mom came up to me and said, my dear, grandfather just died and he's going to be missed. <laughs> kind of sad to think that's because 
I didn't want my grandfather dying. I got a mixer box on my tablet now. Okay. I type it up on my thing here. I think I'll turn this, unplug this baby and get the keypad right on my thing here. Take a minute to get it, so... I realized losing my grandfather was like losing the best friend in the family. My mom was not pleased about the whole family crying over grandfather's death. My sister didn't want to come to my grandfather's funeral because he was being the bad influence on my mom. My mom says, Renee, you're not allowed to say goodbye to your grandfather. I don't want you here spoiling the fun for your sister and brother. So the next thing I knew, I was going to cry so much. I cried. I cried right in front of my sister and I cried in front of my mom. But when my mom died, it was hard to say goodbye. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to my mom at the rehab hospital where she was at rehabilitation. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to my mom. My sister sent me to a homeless shelter. And I had lice. I missed my right to work that day. So the next day, right to my job, and everyone at my job looked at me and they said, What happened to you? I said, I hadn't had lice. I was unable to go to work that morning because the yellow cab was picking me up at the house. And my, I told my sister, I need to go to work. And she said, oh, no, you're not going to work today. You're going to a shelter. We got into a fight, and then she took me to a homeless shelter. I was not very pleased with her because she did this to me. My, my neighbors that live around the area, Jolene Jones was the next door neighbor next to my sister, and she said, I'm sorry about your mom's loss, Renee, but you're, how are you going to take care of your brother and your sister? She said, I got ways. And 
Jolene looked at her and she said, Renee, how are you going to handle this? Taking care of your sister. So I hated my sister because she was rude to me. So I told my I told my Aunt Lynn about what Renee did to me and she said I called her on the phone and I told her what happened to me and she says, What happened? And she says you won't believe this, but Bill sent me to a homeless shelter. And she said, why she sent you to a place like that? And I said, she said, I said, well, she and I got into a fight. So she brought the white car and took me to the homeless shelter, dropped me off. And I had to stay overnight. I had to get general assistance. I was living in people serving people at that downtown shelter. And my sister's best friend knows her very well, says, you know, Renee, I think you better get Renee to an, into a homeless shelter. She's fighting against you. She said, I'm starting to hate Renita's guts. Renita will never live here with me ever again. She told her aunt, she told our aunt, and then on me. And she said, well, that's your mom's sister. You never give her any money, don't you? And she said, well, I forgot to give it to her in the past. And now the past is past. The future holds me. You're not going to have this happen to you ever again. So I said to my sister, I will not have you come in my room again and wreck my things. So she wrecked my boomboxes. She cut my boomboxes in half. She got the tape machine to the... To to Charlie's kids. I didn't like it because I got the tape part for my gift for my birthday. And I didn't like it when she got into a fight with me. Because my sister was drugged up. She was taking marijuana, smoking those cigarettes and stuff, having rums and cokes, having black men in our town home. When I told the news to um, my Aunt Lynn, she was never very pleased with her. She was never pleased with what she's done to herself. My Aunt Lynn warned her about this. She warned her, if you're going to have anyone over, don't let your sister know you did a bit of shitty thing. She did a rotten thing. She did a, a very nasty thing, having a black man in the house. Because she was having sex with the black man. I'm thinking, oh my God, this is not good. Then on New Year's Eve night, she wanted to read in the New with my brother. My brother went to his friend's house. I went to my friends I know from Southside Services. And my sister did not want me to go back to Southside Services. She didn't want me to make friends or meet new people. But when I got to meet Aaron, I thought, okay. That's the only thing I know. But wake up before going to bed.
We are on bright and early every morning. Helping you plan your day with Ken's weather and Josie's traffic. Serving up two hours of news every lunch. So you can get caught up at a time that's convenient for you. And we're covering stories you care about in the evening. With original reporting and investigations you'll see first on 5. In the morning, throughout the day, and at night, 5 Eyewitness News brings you the news you need when you need it. That's true. When I need it. It is good. So, on New Year's Eve night, I had sex with a guy, older guy. We had it done in the living room. I slept on the floor. And my sister came to the apartment, knocking at the door, knocking at the door, asking, is my sister there? And what do you think? I know. Next thing I knew, my sister was going was gonna to put that, that press charges with me. And I said to my sister, don't do this to me. Don't make me embarrassed. She made me so embarrassed. I wanted to call my aunt, my aunt Lynn in North Minneapolis. So the next thing I know was in the emergency room getting, getting, getting my chance to say what I wanted to do. So, my sister ended up in trouble for my Aunt Lynn. So my Aunt Lynn came over to spend that week with us. And she said, you know something, Renee? Renee, your mother would not be very pleased with you. Because what you just did was wrong. You made your sister so embarrassed she cannot find a boyfriend of her very own, but now you just ruin it for Renita. Because Renita has a boyfriend who's a lot older than she is. My sister said, I'm sorry, Auntie. I'll never do this again. And she kept telling her, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it won't ever happen again. But you know what happened? I ran away. So I didn't fall in love with the same guy before. No. The next thing I know was the next thing I'll never forget. So my Aunt Renee decided to make my Aunt Carol, I mean, my Aunt Lynn, my Aunt Carmen, make breakfast for me and lunch and supper. My sister did not like the meals she made. She said, you're my mom's sister and you don't have to tell me what to do. And she said, look, I'm telling you what to do now, Renee. Renita has a boyfriend, and I want you to stay away from her right now. Because what you did was wrong. We took Renita to the emergency room, got her tested for AIDS or something like that. And my mom, my sister said, and my aunt, my aunt Carol was not very pleased. So my aunt Carol came over and said, what's going on here? I said, aunt Carol, can I live with you in Richfield? And she looked at me and she said, Renita, why? And I said, Renee hit me. She did what? She hit me. And my, my aunt Renee and my aunt, my aunt Carol looked at her and said, why'd you hit Renita? Renita? Well, she was, she had sex with this guy. I took her to the emergency room and got her tested. She has a sexual disease. And my Aunt Carol said, oh my God, 
Oh, don't say that in front of my face, please. Don't say that. Then I end up going to the church. I did not go to my Southside activities, no. I end up going to my Catholic church for free meals. And I met this guy named Larry, and I fell in love with him. We, 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 we got together some, and I told my sister, I'm going out to church, and I'm going for a walk. I won't be back home until later. And she says, well, when, I, when you get home, I need to talk to you. And I said, no, you don't need to talk to me. You did what you did was bad for me. You just made me embarrassed in front of my friends. And she said, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. So my, so my, my Lynn says, well, I think Renita needs to be alone. And she says, you know something, Aunt Lynn? I'm really sorry for what I did to Renita. And she said, you don't have to be sorry. So my aunt Lynn was not very pleased with her. Excuse me for my tummy didn't gas up. So my aunt Renee, my aunt Carol says, you know, Renita's right. What you did was wrong, Renee. You just you spoiled Renita's fun. You will let her do anything she likes. You won't let her do what she wants. And she said, I'm real sorry, Mom. I'm real sorry, aunties. I'm real sorry. And then I came home late, so my sister was asleep. She had a man in her bedroom. Her room was locked. And when I came home, my brother was up. And he says, Sis, where have you been? I said, out. I had a date. I just didn't want to say anything to Renee. She said, Renee's going to find out you got back late. And I said to my, I said to my, I said to my brother, I said, don't say anything to Renee about this. I'm going to bed. I'll see you in the morning. So I got up about a little after 7. My bus was out the house trying to fit me up for school. Next thing I knew, I got dressed. I left a note with my sister. Let her know I was on my way to school. And I didn't want to feel good because I was not feeling the greatest. So the school social worker called my sister up and said, Mrs. Parker, I have your sister here. She walked all the way to school this morning. And she said, why did she come walk into school? She said, you didn't give her any breakfast. I gave her the money and she had breakfast at the Teddy's Cafe. Oh, is she okay? No. She's in the nurse's office resting. She threw up. So the next day I was throwing up. So, so my sister was very upset with me. She did not want me to make me feel bad. So I just said to my sister, you know, what you did was wrong. You did what was wrong for me today. You made me embarrassed. Right in front of my friends. And she said, I'm sorry, Renita. I didn't mean to embarrass one of your friends. Hmm. <sighs> I hate hearing those pains, it gives me a headache.
So I knew I was getting very upset about the whole thing. So my sister said, I'm, I'm letting you go. You're moving out of here. You're not going to live with me anymore. I said to her, fine. You're going to be mean with me. I don't care. My brother said, I'm moving out of here too. I'm not going to listen to this crap. I had enough of everybody being mean to each other. So my sister had to make sure she got my brother kicked out of the house and that he lived in Apple Valley with his friend Joanne, who went to the same high school as me. And then I moved to a group home with a hundred people. I thought, oh my God. Well, I'm living out with a place like 100 people living there. I'll be back.